One Percenters, how are we doing? Welcome back to another episode of the One Percent Podcast. Guys, when you wake up every single morning, do you tell yourself of the things that you can't do or do you reaffirm yourself of the things that you can do? Do you focus on your strengths instead of living in your weaknesses? Are you guys going out there and saying, hey, this is my strength. This is my God-given ability. I'm going to use it to better myself, to better others. Because that's what you should be doing. And when you do, you build this into a habit. You build this into a lifestyle. You're not only going to have more joy in your life, but you're going to bring others joy. Those 1% steps, try it every morning. Reaffirm yourself in your strengths and who you are. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the 1% Podcast. This guy that I'm going to bring on here that you're going to hear about, like it doesn't even make sense how he made it through what he did. He has a book that's called F-U Cancer. And then over that, that word, it says, thank you cancer. So he is a brain cancer survivor diagnosed with stage four brain tumor in 2016, Logan Sneed. And he talks about in this book how cancer wasn't, it wasn't what almost took his life and he felt so bad about it, but how he used that to now inspire millions of people on his story and how he used a negative, the ultimate negative pivoted that into a positive and now goes and speaks about it everywhere. It has a book. It's one of the most inspirational people that you can follow on social media. And me and Logan just dive deep into what it was like to be diagnosed with, hey, your life is about to end. And then positively thinking, hey, it's not going to end. I'm going to take this into my own hands and how he survived and not just survived, how he thrives. Logan Sneed, welcome to the podcast. One percenters buckle up because here we go. And here it is, Chili Pad, ChiliTechnology.com. These guys are my favorite, not just because their product is amazing, and ChiliPad actively manages the body's temperature to deliver a magical, deep sleep, great REM. Makes you feeling like you've woken up just fully rested and recovered to attack the day. But the people they are. I know them well, and they are some of the best people that will care for you. Make sure that you are absolutely getting the most out of every night's sleep. And think about it, too. You're going to save a ton of money just because you don't have to turn the air conditioner down to 60 degrees this chili pad or the Uller, it's going to regulate your body's temperature to sleep in the cold. Cool sleep is magical sleep. And luckily for you, they're great friends of mine and they've given me a code to give you a super discount. DNBball25 at checkout gets you 25% off the chili pad. DNBball10 gets you 10% off the Uller at checkout. Go to chilitechnology.com. All of this will be linked in the show notes and start sleeping like a baby today. Let's do it. Logan Sneed, start us off with a bang on this 1% podcast. Tell us, tell us something and not many people know about you. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Some things that not many people know about me. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, going into this, they know about my, my journey of fighting brain cancer and all those sort of things. But I don't think that many people know that I've broken my neck before. Um, yeah, that's not even in my book, really. Um, and I've, I've broken my neck so bad that uh, if I broke it one inch over, I would be paralyzed from my neck down for the rest of my life. So 
Yeah, that's one little hidden thing that, you know, it just kind of is underneath the, the whole brain, brain cancer situation. But yeah. Oh, dude, that's, I mean, you could write a whole book on, on that alone. And just being able yeah. to survive that. You don't even put that in the in the book on brain cancer, but obviously that's that's going to weigh it out a little bit. But wow, man! So tell us, okay, we'll, we'll dive into the brain cancer. How about how how do you go from having brain cancer from something that is stage four brain cancer, which is detrimental, obviously very life threatening, to becoming a best selling author and literally one of the most motivational and positive people that that there is that I've seen. And there's a lot of them out there and you're definitely at the top. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And your, your question was what, what, what got me there? Is, was that, is that yeah, correct? How did you go from pivoting that, that mindset? Like you're, you're yeah. there in the doctor's bed and you have, and you have brain cancer and the doctor comes in and just, how about let's walk us through that. When the doctor said you have terminal brain cancer. Yeah. I just, you know, I, so I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, like before all of this, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since like, I mean, I would say middle of my high school, you know, life, you know, about sophomore year, I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do what I want to do. And so I wanted to be very different. And so I think whenever I went into this, then they just, you know, all of a sudden, boom, diagnosis of brain cancer. It was like, you know, suddenly, you know, I wanted to be my own entrepreneur, but now it was like a doctor saying, Hey, um, you only have one to 10 years left to live. So um, you're going to be basically dead soon. Wow. So like, to me, that was like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you're not going to, you're, you're, you're not me and you're not, you know, my God or any God or, you know, whatever. Like you're not a freaking Albert Einstein. So you can't determine where my life is going to go. You know, I respect you and your, and your intelligence, but you're not going to say what's going to happen to my life because, you know, you don't know. So that really what sparked me. Um, it really just a simple answer is like, it really pissed me off. Like yeah. when somebody says, you know, your life is going to go like this and you'll be dead soon. Um, yeah, that really was just something that irked me. And I, I was like, I, I got to find something. I was like, I'm, 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 I may not be smarter than this doctor, but I know that there's something more than what this doctor is telling me. Logan, that's, that's so powerful. I'm sure you've probably heard of the people that they're told something and they automatically believe it. So if they believe it, then they start living it. And a lot of people mm-hmm. that will die are people that give up hope. I mean, yeah. in search for meeting Victor Frankl. I'm sure you've read that book and know a lot about it, how he's, how he didn't give up in the concentration camps and was able to survive it, but saw people just giving in to what, what was said about them. And in this case, in your yeah. case, how long ago did this happen? When was this, this given to you? So coincidentally, the fact that we're here on the phone right now, it was almost, I think, on the 28th, it'll be exactly four years. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And you are absolutely thriving. I mean, you've, you've wrote a book that has gone on to be a bestseller. That's, let me, let's, let's dive into that. It's, it's turning, turning what could be the worst thing in your life to becoming the greatest blessing that you've ever received. So just talk us, talk us through the book and just how it kind of, I mean, outlines your story, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's, whenever, whenever people look at the title, they'll see it says, F you cancer. But yeah. over it, it says, thank you, cancer. So the reason is because, you know, F you cancer is basically a very, um, it's very popular in the United States. And I totally understand it. I, you know, I'm F cancer, F cancer, yep. you know, I love that. But I wanted to go at it a different angle and saying, oh, wait, hold on. Thank you, cancer. Because... I, I wouldn't be able to do what I'd, I mean, I don't know what I'd, I don't know where my life would be if, if, if I didn't have cancer. I don't think I'd probably, I probably don't think I'd be on this podcast. 
if I didn't have that, you know, I wouldn't have written the book and, and I wouldn't have shifted my mentality realizing that these horrible things that I've, you know, experienced of depression, you know, loneliness, a cancer diagnosis, a loss of everything. Like I lost all my dreams and all that sort of stuff all in a matter of a day when all that of that happens, you know, and I realize now that I've grown so much because of that, that's where I say, thank you, cancer, you know, for giving me these opportunities of what I've been able to achieve in my life. And so, yeah, I talk about, you know, my diagnosis. I talk about the whole situation of everything that happened. You know, the day that my life changed was like, it's just, you know, in the book, I talk about how I was, you know, going to the gym. I felt great. It was, I was probably having one of the best days ever. And then suddenly within a matter of minutes, the whole thing reversed, did a whole 180. And then my life literally just turned upside down. Um, and that's where I had a seizure just randomly. So yeah, just going through it, it's taking the horrible things that, you know, I've been through, but also things, horrible things, taking the horrible things that other people may have been through or realizing that, you know, it sucks right now or it sucks before, but these things are is what can create you, um, you know, and not, not defeat you. Man, that's, that's amazing. And, and like, how do you, did you just have this always in you? Did you have this type of, of mindset of turning, turning the negative into positive? Because most people, if they have any kind of little, little mishap or something that doesn't go their way in their life, they use it as an excuse to just bring them down and not, and not achieve what they set out their dreams to be. And you're, yeah. you're taking something that's, oh, this doctor is telling you you're going to die, but screw that. I'm turning this into a positive and I'm going to show others. I'm going to use what's happened to me to grow others through that situation. Have you always had this type of mindset? Or did it click that day? Or how, how did that develop? Because like, I'm, I watch your show, social media daily and it's just great positive content day after day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I got to say, like, I did have a really just motivated, I worked, you know, I was so consistent in my work ethic with basketball and, and really achieving, like, whatever dream that I wanted to, that I want to achieve, I will achieve it. And I'll just have tunnel freaking vision and not even look at anything else. And I'll do that. And so I've always had that, but then suddenly whenever now I'm shot of like, hey, uh, you're probably going to be dead here soon. Um, and I'm talking to one of the most intelligent doctors in the world, you know, that's, that's very difficult for me to just suddenly say, you know what, screw it, doctor. You know, now I'm going to, you know, whatever. And so at first I was like, I was distraught. Like I just, I left that thing and I felt like I added like 100 pounds of weight on my back. I had no idea what to do, you know, nothing. So it was very difficult at first, but then over time, you know, my, my mindset grew back in of saying, you know what, there's something more like, you know, the doctor is smart, it's intelligent, but I, she's not going to determine my life. And I wanted to figure it out because I just didn't to honestly, like, I just didn't want to sit around and say, Hmm, you know, I'll be dead that one day. I wonder when that day's coming, but it'll be there. Hmm. Doing nothing. I was like, you know, I got to find something. And so that's where I just put in the work and, you know, felt like I could find something that would, would help me you know, get through it. And that's what I did. Dude. Amazing. Have you went back to that doctor? Has, has you still interacted with him and basically been like, Hey, look at me now. Told you so. Uh, no, actually. Well, okay. So no, I have not seen that doctor. So long story short, we actually like, we, we got rid of that doctor and we, and we didn't like, you know, yeah. report the doctor, but we just kind of put in a word to the cancer center of saying like, Hey, look, like, you know, this was very, very, defeating the way that she diagnosed it. And we just don't want this to happen to somebody else who does, you know, somebody else who gets a diagnosis like this. 
So anyways, they, they actually assigned me to a new doctor and I actually have not seen this doctor, um, you know, yet again, but I know that she knows my results because she's part of the neuro oncologist group that I do see. So she does know who I am and what my results are, but I, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her like literally one time. And I don't, I don't think she wants to see me because I, I think if I went in there, I think I'd be going at a different mindset. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't piss her off. I would just kind of say, Hey, look, you know, I, I'm not here to like, you know, piss you off with your work ethic, but you know, what you told me, uh, doesn't seem to be happening. So we need to rethink things here, you know? Yeah. yeah. But Hey man, she sparked something by saying that for you to write a book to help so many other people. Like think about the inspiration that you're going to give literally anybody that has cancer should absolutely read this book. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Man. You are you are leaving a legacy daily. By I mean, you change one person's life; it's going to change another, and another, and another. So I can't say enough about your mindset and being able to make that pivot, that switch, because it's not it's not easy to do. Obviously, you had it at like literally the highest life and death situation level, but a lot of people will go through it, and they'll have the biggest the biggest person that keeps us away from achieving our goals is obviously ourselves the self mm-hmm. self talk that we give to ourselves is there do you have daily habits or non-negotiables that you do throughout your day that sets you up into this positive mindset to live an optimal healthy lifestyle yeah you know i um i mean i i would say recently uh probably about for probably i'd say maybe few months now, I've, I've really, really just optimized meditation. Nice. Um, and I really do a lot of visualization of like, you know, you know, living a lot, like me, me achieving my goals. I basically visualize myself of those already achieved, you know, in my visualization. So I, I've, I've really gotten good at, at meditation and it's really calmed me down like never before. Um, and, you know, I've kind of just realized, you know, what is it that I'm grateful for? You know, I don't, I don't need to tell other people that I just write it out. I think about it. Um, I do those sort of things. And I think, I think one thing that really has helped too is being around the right people. Um, because a lot of people, you know, when I first started off my journey of, of dropping out of college and doing my business for a living, I had no friends. I lost every single friend that I literally ever had, not because they hated me, but because like they're all still in college. And I was basically going on to, you know, try and, you know, live life regularly. And so I had to meet new people and I had to meet new people who understood my situation, my, my life, you know, being an influencer, all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, being around the right people, you know, the, the right mindset, having the right consistency, um, meditating, and obviously the right diet. Those are all things that I bring into play every single day um, to optimize, you know, my health and my journey as a whole. Yeah, I really like what you said there on how you, you visualize. You see your results happen before they happen. And that's something I'm really big on. And when I coach NBA players, that's what we do. Yeah. See the game happen before it develops. So that once you step out there, you've already gone through it. You already know what happens. And that's so powerful, speaking things into existence. A lot of people will think that's just kind of woo-woo type stuff. But I'm sure you've seen it in your own life as you have started a very successful entrepreneurial business that I mean, you spoke that into existence daily, even when things were difficult and it didn't look like maybe you'd be able to reach that. But I mean, talk to us about that process of becoming a entrepreneur in the fitness in the fitness space and just really growing a business when probably a lot of people said, Hey, you dropped out of college, you're not gonna make it anywhere. And now look at you now. Mm, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's 
it's, it's just all these obstacles. It's like going through a maze, you know, and it's like either you can, you know, get out of the maze, you can stop where you're at, or you can figure out how you can go through it, you know, it, it go through it, under it, over it, whatever, but you're still going to the destination that you want to go. Yep. Yeah, it's a great, great point. Let's talk about your mindset motivation. Hmm. Right? So on this mm-hmm. 1% podcast, we're all about taking 1% steps daily so we can improve ourselves. That way we can pour into others. And that's, that's exactly what you do. Let's, uh, in, your, in your business now, what are the things that are making you get out of bed and making you so excited to put in that extra unseen hour or go that extra mile? Like what really juices you up to get out of bed and just pursue what you do? Yeah, um, I'm trying to look up this quote here. It's a quote that I've been, that, that, that really, really hits me in a good way. And I think it's, it's, it, it was, I'm trying to figure what, what the quote was. Um, it's a quote about the process, right? It's, it's a lot of people who wake up, you know, they're emotionally attached to the destination, but they're not attached to the process. And I think, you know, I used to wake up every day and I'm like, oh, like I didn't, like I didn't freaking achieve, you know, what I did. Oh gosh, I'm so far away. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, it, it, it basically makes it more difficult. And so when I changed my mindset of being emotionally attached to the process and not emotionally attached to the destination, that made it so much more fun. It made me want to wake up every day, super excited to put in the work. Okay. Put in the work, not not, not, you know, seek the destination, you know, cause it's like putting a puzzle piece together. It's like, you don't suddenly open up, you know, a box of puzzles and then voila, it's all together with one little, you know, you know, burst or whatever. It's like, you're taking each little piece by piece, putting it together and over time, then it'll come together. And so really changing that mindset of like, I love the process that has made things so much more fun. And that's really what wakes me up. But really, I mean, to me, it's like, I want to achieve impossible is what I call it. And it's a quote by Nelson Mandela, where it always seems impossible until it is done. You know, you, we can always think something's impossible, but until we actually go out and do it, you know, we'll never actually know. And if you fail your way towards it, you know, then great, you grew, you did something, you took a risk and, and you got closer to it. So um, yeah, I mean, that's really what wakes me up every day, it makes every day, you know, much more fun. Logan, let's unpack a few of those things there. I've, I'm uh, like just over here, nodding my head, fist pumping, agreeing with side <laughs> because you're juicing me up right now. The process that's so so beautiful, and it's I know a lot of people hear it and a lot of people will say it, but the actual of of doing versus knowing is completely different. Like for an NBA player, example, we don't talk about stats, we don't talk about wins, shooting percentages. It's about the process that you put in and. If you look at the the end result and that's your key, when you hit that end result, you're going to want something more. It's like the guy that became a millionaire, then he wants two million, then five million, then ten million. And I'm sure you've heard yeah. the, the famous Jim Carrey story where he was just absolutely miserable after he made basically what's termed "fu" money because he didn't enjoy yeah. the process. And there's so much power in that, and it doesn't to everybody out there. It doesn't matter what type of money that you're making it's all going to be gone in the end regardless but are you doing something that you love daily and something that has an amazing impact on other people so that's that's great man i'd love to achieve achieve the impossible 
so good. I know I'm just like basically repeating what you said. Yeah. No, but yeah, I think it's, it can't happen until it actually does happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a quick story. I'm sure you've heard of it, but it's about you know, um, it's like an analogy. But it's like you know, talking about that person who you know is in high school and says, "Hey, Jake, are you happy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy, but you know, but 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 I have to get to this college. Yes. All right, Jake. Now they're at the college. Are, are, are you happy? Well, no, not yet. I, I have to get this degree to to be able to become a brain surgeon. All right, you're a brain surgeon now, Jake. You happy? Well, not yet, but I have to be the number one surgeon. And then it like goes on and on and on. You know, Jake, you're retired. You know, you, are you you happy now? Well, no, not yet. I didn't actually live the life I wanted. You know, and it just like it's so saddening to see that. And so that's why the process is just so so valuable. Man, that's such a good story. Such a great analogy. And I, I, like, like I said earlier, you're one of the most inspirational people that I see and motivational people that uh, I guess what I would call in my life in this kind of era that we live in. This is our first time actually talking and you are in my life. Like I was telling you, my mom sends me your Instagram motivational things that you put out pretty much. So cool. I already feel <laughs> like I know you well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. How do, come, how do you come up with these type of things? Like you're, if people that don't know, go on Instagram, Logan Sneed underscore right now. And it just, you just bring it, bring it daily. Like, is there a, is there, is there a, I mean, obviously there's an underlying message that you're trying to tell everybody, but how do you, how do you just continue to inspire, continue to, to motivate through basically your whole persona? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I'm always thinking like I'm, I'm definitely a thinker, but I'm definitely a doer. So like when I think about certain things that has, you know, that's, that's hit me in a good way. I'm like, okay, phew, that's that, like that quote that really just hit me well. And I'm like, okay, now it's time to go have this hit other people in a good way. You know? So it's like, I don't want to show anybody, you know, how I'm, cause you know, I'm not showing people how good or, you know, great I am. None of that stuff. It's like, Hey, this is something that hit me in a good way that can help me grow as a person because I need to grow in X, Y, and Z, you know, and it can help you do the same thing. So I put myself as relatable to other people because I'm not Mr. Invincible. I'm not, you know, it's not like I don't have any problems, you know, any of that stuff. It's just like, Hey, this, this helped me. So it can help you. And so that's, that's what I love doing. And that, that's what really just sparks my ideas. Um, you know, when I see certain words and I see certain quotes that, you know, I realize like, Oh, that, that quote really made me think about myself, you know, it's like being selfish in a good way. It's like, when I think about myself in that quote, I'm going to give it to other people because they're going to think of them on their own selves, you know, in, in a good way to help them grow. Beautifully said, man, beautifully said. And not only do you live an optimized life in the terms of mindset and inspiration, but I mean, also in fitness, like I'm going through your Instagram profile and dude, you're jacked. Like you are the epitome <laughs> of ultimate health. Someone going from terminal four brain cancer to like ultimately optimized health. You gotta, you gotta give me as selfishly want to know, but our listeners, of course, some tips, some secrets, like give me your top three things that you really think is, and you can go in detail too. Like mine would be mm -hmm. one of mine is an ice cold shower. I take every morning. Mm -hmm. You have but give me three things that are your, your big go-tos. Yeah. So I love doing uh, cryotherapy. So I, I do cryo. Nice. Uh, my friend owns it down here and uh, down here in Austin. So I do cryotherapy. I'll do um, full body red light 
therapy. So it's a full juve red light. And basically what that's doing is, is extracting, you know, toxins in the body. It's, it's boosting immune system. Um, it can boost testosterone, um, all those sort of things. And then, you know, infrared sauna, which is also at that place. I do that as well. Um, and then if anyone hasn't heard of it, they can look it up, but it's called PEMF pulse electromagnetic field. Yep. And so basically it's like, you're, you're not doing a physical workout, but your body internally, the cells in your body are doing a pretty intense workout. And what that's doing is it's extracting EMF storage. It's, you know, helping recovery. It's helping inflammation, all those sort of things. So I love doing that. And then, you know, cold plunge down here in Austin is also a lot of fun. We do it at Barton Springs, um, you know, uh, river area. So that's a lot of fun. And then, you know, I, you know, my workouts, you know, I don't, I don't spend hours and hours and hours working out, you know, I'm, I'm not a pro athlete, so I don't really need to do that. What I do is I go in and I work out for about 40 to 45 minutes. I go in, I get the job done and I leave. I don't sit and waste my time, you know, talk and text or whatever. I just go in and I get out. That's it. Um, so that's, that's for me, that's kind of what my little list is of the things I do that, you know, gets me uncomfortable, but, but helps me grow. Man, that's great. You know what I mean? Just an optimized guy. You're a biohacker going into the PEMF recovery. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's you take complete, you look at it as a holistic approach. It's not just your mind. It's not just your body. It's not just the spiritual. You're talking about uh, obviously the meditation and talking about uh, gratitude. It's the whole package together. And one thing that you do so well and what we really love on the 1% podcast is it doesn't all just happen at once. You continually slowly build, take 1% steps daily of improvement. And I know you are absolutely the epitome of that. Oh yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Again, it's, it's like, it's like putting a puzzle together. You can't, you can't put, you know, five pieces together and the puzzle's ready. It's like, you got to put it all together, you know, to achieve the life you want, you know? Logan, it's, it's funny, man. I laugh at that because literally during this, during this quarantine time, my wife loves puzzles and I, <laughs> I hate puzzles. I love the process, but I can't like, I spent an hour and a half last night trying to put like two puzzle pieces together, thought I had it. And then she comes over and is like, no, that actually doesn't go there. And then just like flipped it together. So your analogy of puzzles is great, but not for me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's your new challenge right here in this, this quarantine is yeah. like, Get com- get uncomfortable just doing puzzles all day. <laughs> <laughs> Once I finish this bad boy, I'm going to send over your picture. I probably did about 2% of it. But you'll be the first to get it. That's awesome. Logan, I'm going to throw it on the rapid fire hot seat. So this is whatever yeah. comes to your mind first. It can be short answers as long as you want. The hot seat, rapid fire. Give me your favorite mindset quote that you live by. I know you've given me some quotes. It can be one you've already given but a mindset quote that really is Logan Sneed in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. So really the one that I already said, and I'll, I'm going to say it again because of how, how much I, how valuable I really think it is. It's the quote of it always seems impossible until it is done. Right. Like that one right there is a killer quote that I think has saved my life because whenever you actually think about it, right? Like people can just hear a quote, but when, when you actually think about it, you have to really think about, it's going to make you think of the things that you have always thought are, you know, impossible. It's like, I wanted to do these dreams, but, but it's probably not the best. Or it's like, she said, I can't do it. He said, I can't do it. Or it's not good to do. It's got to be smart. Like you'll never actually know whether you can or cannot do it until you actually do it. 
And if you have a mindset, if you truly believe that you, that you want it bad enough, you will make it happen. It's not like, a, I hope it works. It's not like a, maybe it works. It's like, I will do whatever the heck I can do to make this work. And so that, that one really, really hit me in a good way. But I'll give you one other one too that people can take is if you are depressed, you're in the past. If you are stressed, you're in the future. And if you are at peace, you're in the present. Um, so now I know some people say, well, you know, depression's a you know, disease, whatever. Like I totally understand that, but just think about it for your own self. Like I used to stress out so much because of what happened yesterday. I used to stress out so much of like, what's going to happen next week of like, do I have this ready? Is this, am I going to achieve this goal? It's like a repeated process to where I'm not actually living in the present. And so when I saw that quote, it really made me realize how important the present moment really is. And that's where the peace is really brought. Man, that was just, that was just so good. Both of those are unbelievably powerful, man. I haven't heard that second one before. I really, really like that. Great. Yeah, it's a good one. So good. All right. What is your definition of what leaving a legacy means to you? Not necessarily having your name up on a billboard or anything like that, but what would be when you go, it, you know that you left a legacy? Yeah, I would say stop chasing yourself and start creating yourself. Um, a lot of people, like, like, basically like you just said, they want you know, to chase themselves to get themselves out there on a billboard and, and you, know, you know, have their, their you know, name on a whatever, whatever, like that's not important. It, what's important is creating yourself. Right. And I mean that in the sense of like, live your life of optimizing the time that you have by optimizing your mindset, your health. I call it creating the best version of yourself. Love so it. if you're spending that time in your entire life, creating the best version of yourself in every facet of life, then guess what you're doing? You're actually changing somebody else's life because the people that you're around is who they usually also become. So if you change yourself for the better and you create, you know, your the optimal version of who you are, it's going to motivate and it's going to show and inspire and help other people do the same for them for their own selves. So for me, it's like, you know, have that snowball effect of yourself that's going to be given to other people. So, you know, that that's sort of my thing is like, you know, whenever I die, I don't want, you know, saying, wow, he was so famous, you know, yeah, 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 whatever. I want him saying, you know, he impacted my life in a very positive way. Um, and, you know, my goal is to have thousands and millions of people say that. You know, I don't, I don't need, you know, I don't even need my name left anywhere. I just want them to say, you know, my life was changed when he was here on earth. And that's really what I think if everyone brings in that mindset, that's where, you know, the world can be brought into a better place. Man, and you're absolutely doing that on a daily basis. It's, I mean, the, what you have gone through, you're using what's, what you've gone through to not feel bad about yourself, but to literally pivot that to the ultimate and help help other people who are going to continue to be inspired to help others and help others. So your definition, the definition of legacy is spot on and you're living it out daily, brother. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Thanks, man. How do you, how do you keep learning? Are there any books that you've really, that have really impacted you? Are there other podcasts you love listening to? How do you make it a daily habit of continuing to learn? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, I think every day I have that goal of learning. You know, whether it's learning of listening to a podcast, whether it's, you know, reading a book, whether it's looking at a quote, I always find something I can learn every single day. So yeah, I mean, the way that I learn is, you know, I watch informative YouTube videos, like in a specific topic, right? Whether it's sales calls, whether it's marketing, whether it's, you know, meditation, like I'll watch informative videos that are going to help me get one step closer to optimizing myself as a whole. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll read, I'll meditate. You know, obviously I'll do all that stuff, but some of the books, I mean, I've read so many books. It's so hard to give you definite answers. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but I'll, I'll just kind of name some off the top of my head. I think, I think the 10X rule by Grant Cardone, I think it's a great book, whether you're in business or not. Um, I think another one is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Love that. That's a great one. Um, you know, I, there's so many books, man, that I could, yeah. I could mention. I think, you know, Sell or Be Sold, um, The Alchemist, Mm-hmm. Uh, rich dad, poor dad. Um, you know, the, uh, oh gosh, the, um, something to Babylon. I forget what it was, the title of that. But, um, but yeah, it's like, you know, all these great books have really helped me grow in so many different ways. And, um, reading is something that I think reading, you know, can teach you more than any other school or course or anything. Man, I agree. And those books, uh, great books that you recommended, I really like what you talked about with the YouTube learning specifics from, from people in different sections of, of YouTube. Like that is a way that people can really, really become more immersed in what they want to learn, what they want to study. I know Rachel Hollis, you probably know that name. She, that, that's literally how she became who she is by just studying YouTube videos and YouTube videos. So there's yeah, a, exactly. it's a great, great point, man. All right, what's what's next for you? What's coming up next? You are literally conquering the world day by day, but but what's the next big things you got on the horizon? Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm going around with my books. You know, yep. uh, there's a, a, a massive book event in New York that my book will be at. Um, um, public speaking, just going around speaking in many you know places I possibly can, and you know, looking to achieve my dreams of you know being the next you know Tony Robbins, if you will. Um, so yeah, (laughs) and you should. Yeah. Like I say the same type of thing too. I love it. Motivating and inspiring. You have an unbelievable story. And like we talked about, you speak things into existence and make them happen. So you're you're on that path, man. And I'm, I'm here to support you. We'll link to the book and how you can get that. And always, always here to support a fellow motivator, inspirer, man. And and just, just tell everybody how we can follow everything that you do. I, I know I talked about the Instagram handle, but any way that we can know everything Logan Sneed. Yeah, yeah. If you look up Logan Sneed on, on all platforms, they'll find me on there. And you can even look up logansneed.com as well. Um, nice. Yeah, really just looking up my name, you'll, you'll find me on just about everywhere. So, yeah. Perfect, man. And your final question before you're off this 1% podcast, what does being a one percenter mean to you? Hmm. Okay. That's a good question. I think a one percenter is living the life you want, right? Not what somebody else wants. And I say what you want in the sense of maybe being a millionaire is not your goal. Like that doesn't, you don't, you don't have to be a millionaire. Maybe getting your degree does not fit you. You don't have to do that, right? Do what you want. Maybe somebody's not encouraging you to, you know, achieve X, Y, and Z because I think you got to be realistic. Okay. That's not you. That's them. That's not you. So being a one percenter is doing what you want to do and not slowing down from any roadblocks that you see or what anyone's going to tell you or any doubt that you have within yourself. It's creating yourself. It's pushing through the doubt that you have, the fear that you have, and just, you know, pushing through the limits. And, and, and that's where you realize there are no limits of your own self. So yeah, just getting out there and, and doing what you want to do specifically. Logan, that's, that's one of the best answers to that question that I've had on this podcast. And, and we've had a lot of 1% or high performers, NBA players, the top of the top, but you are the epitome of a 1%er, man. 
Oh, thank you, man. You really are. Like, I'm not just saying that to pump you up, but you really are. Like, taking something that could be just detrimental to your whole life and turning it to such a positive that you inspire literally millions throughout the world, man. And it's just an honor and blessing to have you on this. And I know that I know the listeners will take a ton away from this. We'll link to everything that you talked about, the book. And like I said, man, any way that we can help you, people in my community can help you. We will promote you and pump you out there to the masses. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun being on here and, you know, definitely one of the, I mean, I would say the coolest podcast I've been on. I really, really appreciate you, you know, taking your time out of your day and, and having me on here and stuff. It's been a lot of fun, man. Dude, Logan. Yeah, we'll do it again for sure. I'm going to come down to Austin or you're out to LA after this Corona thing. If in yeah. the world doesn't end, we'll link up in person for sure. Cool. Awesome, man. Absolutely. Dude, you're the best. Thank, Thank you, you, man. Thank you so much for listening to the 1% podcast. Seriously, it means a ton to me. Time is the most valuable asset we have, and you are spending it with me. Thank you. And thank you for being the light you are to so many people in your life. Remember, no matter where you are or what you do, you have the chance to change someone's life daily. A smile, just listening to someone, even the smallest of small things, can change someone's entire perspective on life. Impacting one person's life can impact millions. And if you have a quick 30 seconds after this podcast and could leave a review, that would be amazing. That helps me to be able to continue to bring on great guests to this podcast. But if you don't have the time either, no biggie. Tell a friend, tell a family member, share this with someone you think could benefit from listening. And if you want, post what you learned from this episode up on Instagram. Tag me at davidnurse5 as each month, I'm going to pick a winner from the people who leave reviews and tags on Instagram. I'm sending them super swag one percenter gear. And I'm also going to be sending out my first book, Pivot and Go, coming super, super soon. But it is on presale today, right now. You can go get yourself a presale. Be one of the first with a discounted price. Check it out at davidnurse.com. Or go to Amazon where you can search all books all over the place and you can order it there. It's on pre-sale today. Remember, the best gifts are gifts that can change someone's life. Thank you so much for being who you are. Feel more than free to reach out to me on Instagram at any time. I answer everyone back. I am always here for you. Have a great week. And remember, pour into yourself 1% daily so you can pour into others 1% every single day.